You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. I would like to think that after you do something that on, like that on stage, isn't that uh-huh. supposed to clear it out? You're not supposed to feel awkward anymore. I it's feel like, great. Like it works out. See, I want to say that I feel great about it. I think I still feel awkward. I think I feel twice as awkward now realizing that I actually said that stuff in front of everyone. Those lyrics and were... The, the worst part is, <laughs> what if it gets back to Emily? What if it happens? Do you guys have like mutual friends no, still? No. Oh, but, well, see, then it won't get back no, to No, but her. what's even creepier than the lyrics <laughs> is the fact that I'm talking about a girl that broke up with me like 18 years ago, and that's going to make me seem like triple creepy. Oh my god, Way because what creepier. if she thinks like you've been thinking about her I all know. these years? Like, I've been obsessing, like I have a list somewhere. Okay, okay that's uh, pretty we'll yeah. come back to that. We need to talk about Hello, that. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler, who is Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so, unless your name is Emily. Thank you uh, for finding us online. <laughs> well, not any available. Emily, because we have Emilys that are listeners. No, just one Emily. Just, just the one horse cancer Emily. Just horse cancer Emily. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank you for finding us. Of course, we're available five days a week here on the Fun Employment Radio Network uh, out of Portland, Oregon, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for finding us so i'll explain this just a little bit um last night was the fun employment radio comedy showcase oh my god that was so much fun it was awesome um i just want to say thank you so much to everyone who came out yeah i mean the turnout we, blew us away like that yeah. was it was amazing you never know you know on a on like a wednesday night like this which is why we set them up early just so that people can come out mm-hmm. but you never know what attendance is going to be and that's that's not something sarah and i talk about on the show but it's of course it's something that we stress out about because we're putting on the show yeah it was and that's the thing because like you know that's our night. biggest fear is like we're going to put on something and then nobody and then no one's up. there it's just that's an why, empty hall that's why it means so much to us like when each and every one of you takes time out of your schedule to come and uh, spend some time with us at these things and this is going to be the last one for a while so yeah thank you to everybody who came out we had so much fun. It was it was it just it great. blew me away. It was yeah. it was such a great night. It was really really great. So thanks to everybody who could come out. And um uh, also, you know, thank you to the comedians last night, Amy Miller, Zach Descani, Adam Posse, Stephen Wilbur. They Adam were... Posse killed it last night. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, they all did, but I mean, Adam did. since Adam was hosting, he was up there the most. Yeah. And he just he was fantastic. Well, everybody was. Everybody was. And that's the great thing about the showcases. And I'm not going to go on and on forever, but, uh, you know, we, we pick the comedians that go on and each comedian has like a different style. So there's something for everybody or if you like all of them, you know, whatever you want to do. They, they were just they – were, they were incredible. And so were you guys. Thank you to the Secret Society. All of that stuff. It was all awesome. Um, and on top of that, Sarah and I did get on stage. <laughs> And do what we promised to, which was Sarah reading from her journal from when she was 19 and oh, me reciting the song lyrics I wrote about uh, this girl, Emily, that I broke up with. Okay, so this is what I'm talking about. No, it was so – like, I didn't realize how embarrassed I was going to be or how – like, because, you know, I'm just like, all right, for show. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll pretend to be, like, a little embarrassed or something. I was humiliated. <laughs> and my voice, you can hear it. There is actually a recording, which... We'll play some audio. We will play. Yes, and thank but you, you can, to Kenda for recording that. You can hear it in my voice. I can tell, um, yeah. like, for anyone who works with their voice, you can tell when people are stressed out because you can hear when the vocal cords start to constrict a little bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was when I was speaking. I could hear it as I was, like, halfway through my poem, my voice started to get higher. Yeah. And, like, I could... I, I could not stop it from happening. Uh, oh, it was so... Oh, God. Yeah, you actually went and hid at the back of the stage afterwards. Yeah. You turned your back to the crowd mm-hmm. and hid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, now me, I thought... 
I would do this. I was like, okay, I'll just embrace it and, and I'll sit. And I did it. You know, I, I fully did it. But it's the um, – I don't know. Now I just feel like twice as I, I feel more awkward well, how, than I did before. <laughs> Jenky wrote in the chat, Mr. Jenky, who was there last night? Hi. Uh, he wrote in quotes um, from Emily's perspective, I think. And then I heard he dedicated the whole comedy show to me. So, okay. I know, 18 years right. ago, why right? We, Super why, creepy. Why don't we play the audio from last night? Let's just play that and, and get that done. And then this is, that's the other thing I want to talk about because now I feel like I've talked about it too much to where it's become a thing. But then if I don't talk about it, it's a thing. I'm really confused. So let's play the audio from last night. So this is the two of us on stage at the beginning of the show. And I think I'm explaining to the crowd your journal. And then we go through and just kind of, uh, well, well, we do it. All right. Here we go. Okay. Here. Let me make sure it's pulled okay, up. You have it. I just want to make sure I have the accurate link. And let's see if this goes. Here we go. Write her deep, dark lyrics about how emotional she was and understood things more than anyone else. So once that happens, it's like, obviously, you have to say this in front of everyone. I believe the one we're going to hear tonight is called The Sorority of Lies. So, so in order to get her to do that, I had to agree to something else. And... Uh, when I was 19, I considered myself a, a rock musician yeah. quite a bit, only I didn't really understand music in it. Oh, God, this is so strange. I'm going to I, need to, I need to fill in and explain this. So, I didn't sing, number one. I was afraid to sing in front of anyone, but yeah, I wrote lyrics all the time. I was also a big fan of Pantera and Alice in Chains. Yeah. And I knew they always wrote about being drug addicts. I didn't do drugs, but I was like, that's how you need to write songs. So, on top of that, I would write songs about girlfriends that would break up with me. It's like a Pantera version of Taylor Swift is what I basically look like. And so, I, <laughs> so I found the lyrics, and the one I have to read tonight is about this girl named Emily that I dated for a little bit, and dated meaning she was drunk and would hang out with me. And I took her to a dance that I had, at, or that I was part of a fraternity, and she came to the dance with me. And I was, uh, basically I was dating above my level because she was drunk. And I was like, I'm in love, this is an amazing relationship that we have. We drink and we hang out, it's great. And then she was supposed to go to a second dance with me and the day that was supposed to happen, or the day before, she called me and told me that she couldn't go to the dance because her horse had cancer and she had to go home. <laughs> so, from then, the term when a girl broke up with you would be called horse cancer. Horse cancer. <laughs> and on top of that, to make it even more humiliating, I didn't understand she was breaking up with me, and I proceeded to call her many times over the next two weeks, leaving answering machine messages. But hey, how's it going? I just want to make sure you got my message. She didn't, didn't hear back from it. She never called me again, ever. I have not seen her since since that time. But I wrote a song about it at the time. So this is my uh, Taylor 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 Swift song. Pat Taylor should be a thing. <laughs> that I wrote, and I agreed to read this just to hear what Sarah's going to do next. So here, here are the lyrics to my song about Emily breaking up with me. I hid my face from their eyes again. Oh, where have you gone this time? I've been locked and thrown into a world of lust. Could you please read the sign? The pigeons run wild from the sound of history. 
I swear to God, this is really funny. Do you like to dance in the night? Alone, desperation, why have you left me? As she rides off into the night. That's the song. I have no story for mine, because I'm not all orgy like Greg, but I do have a song that I want to play in the background to try and inspire me. Is it bad guitar? <sighs> no, it's amazing guitar by an amazing woman. <laughs> This poem is called Sorority of Lies. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Store bought friends testing the quality of the other, wondering if it was a worthy purchase or just a mistake. <laughs> Surrounded by the beauty that is not really there. Oh my god, this is awful. Some believe they see and look closer. Nothing but a pile of clothes and designer makeup. Strong faces hiding weak spirits. Perfection masking the imperfect. Why do people just accept and never question the unhappiness? For it is me that is dishonest for choosing to live this life. There we go. Oh my god. There we go. So that was from last night at the beginning of the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. I did like some of those lyrics are just so I don't know what was your lyric? It was pigeons running. The pigeons running wild, something from history, trying to escape. I have no clue. Yeah, oh, um, John. Uh, John, who was there last night, (laughs) yeah, he he was able to write. You you said, uh, the pigeons run wild from the sound of history. (laughs) Then he wrote, whoa, man, you really captured that. Actually, I don't know what you captured, not the pigeons, because they were running. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I have no clue what it was I was trying uh, trying to associate with that. Not, I've thought about it. I'm like, okay, she lived in a dorm. Like, was there something associated with that? No clue what what the pigeons side of it has to do with. Oh, God. It's very deep, though. Very that was deep. Very, that was very, very, very deep. deep. God, I was holding on to that journal for dear life last night. I'm like, I, if I set this down somewhere, like, that would be humiliation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's like years and years of uh, well, embarrassment. Well, the bottom line is we, we did it. We made it through it. And thank you so much, everyone, too, for, uh, for coming out and, and being there. It was so much fun. I don't know if I'm going to be reading any more uh, lyrics anytime soon because now I need to uh, heal my emotional scars from reopening all of that. <laughs> although You do. Although, it was like you were really working through something. Yeah. Well, Penn Taylor, that does kind of Penn accurately Penn Taylor, describe. that's going to be your new band, that by was, the way. That should be the new band. That's got to be a thing. You're I always need to... ta- you talk about Taylor Swift a lot. No, I don't. 
You brought up Taylor Swift today. Well, yeah, that's because oh, she's on the radio. Yeah, Greg, no, no, no. It isn't even just because she's on the radio. We're sitting in here, and Greg's just like, out of nowhere. He's like, did you know that Taylor Swift had laryngitis around the same time that I did? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was, uh, it was awesome. It was awesome that we had it. So thank you so much. I know that you, you secretly like want to do a duet with, uh, oh, God, Penn Taylor is like the best. Penn Taylor. Yeah, Penn Taylor. I need to coin all of that right But why now. do you bring are, are you just like attracted to her why, why I don't are you bring always, up Taylor Swift I'm not you always do. talking about Taylor Swift you are am I yes it's weird like what do you mean what I don't are, know like you bring her up like if there's any kind of Taylor <laughs> Swift news you're like did you see this about Taylor Swift I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know did you see that Taylor Swift was uh, doing the Victoria's Secret like catwalk thing really I bring her up a lot yes huh <laughs> it's like one of your well that's things. weird because I'm not consciously doing it why am I talking about Taylor Swift so much that's weird uh, it's being speculated maybe she's your spirit animal I mean I did say that I wanted to do a rap uh, you know rap on one of her songs with T Swift and Little Swish but that's that's different that's more just performance. hey Greg are you jealous that I've met Taylor Swift no <laughs> she was very tall and was wearing that's the problem she's too tall she's very she was very tall very thin and was wearing more makeup than any child at that age she was like 16 or 17 when oh, I met her, okay I think. well now anything I say is gonna sound creepy so well you really are matter. creepy no no but she had more makeup on than anyone I'd ever seen in my life and it was like you know like Two o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> um, because we answer the questions that people want uh, want answers to in the live chat right now, Jasmine just wrote Taylor Swift or Britney Spears. Greg, Britney Spears a million times over. Britney is Britney's Britney now. One. Oh yeah, I don't care. Yeah, still, still, she's still in the zone. Mm-hmm. What is it about Britney Spears? I have no. I don't know. I, that one I can't explain, but I just know it's true. I know it's. I know it's there. You yeah. like that at any moment she could go like head shaving yeah, crazy? Yeah, maybe a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I want to like, you know, we're not talking long term here, but uh, yeah, I, uh, yep, Taylor Swift. I mean, uh, Britney Spears. I just did it again. You just brought up Taylor Swift again. I am constantly thinking about Taylor Swift and I didn't even know it. This is weird. This is kind of creeping me out. It I'm is creepy. Out like even I you were talking about Taylor about Swift on stage last night. Like, who goes to a comedy show to read their lyrics from college was, and then brings up Taylor Swift? No, because it was referencing the fact that it was a breakup song, and that's what she does. Uh, huh. That is, that is okay, this is unnerving. I, I'm done talking about Taylor Swift now. Are you sure? Now, the thing, though, I wanted to bring up, let's bring up another girl, uh, is the whole Emily thing. So, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, back to Emily. Back Greg's to Emily just not again. done talking about Emily. <laughs> the girl that I, you know, that I have not even spoken to since I was, like, 19. If she ever finds out about that, and, and here's this show, a she probably doesn't remember me. I, I'm I'm guessing she isn't doesn't. that weird because I've moved around so much in my life. Like I remember people vividly, and I was probably just a blip on their radar. Like I remember the names of everybody I went to school with. Like I doubt I even register on her memory. Oh yeah, like, she, she may have a very vague memory of me, but to me it was like this big deal, and that's what I would be afraid of is that if this girl ever did, you know, living her life doing whatever it is. Um, uh, Carrie in the live chat said Dan totally remembers her. I bet Dan remembers her. She she, she was pretty attractive, but um, <laughs> but uh, Greg is like patting himself on the back as he's saying that. Yeah, she was pretty attractive, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the thing. It's going to be really really unnerving because now I'm going to seem like triple creepy if she ever finds out about this. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh god. There's so sucks. many levels of like. Creepy. There's no way to explain it away either. And I'm I'm not I, think kidding, about I have that not too. talked about her in in it's I don't spend my every waking day thinking about that but the story came up the other day and that's how it is but over this last week I've talked about it so much I think about that, that too now like, it's like um, a thing. 
Where like even like for example, when I came home, went home for Thanksgiving, and I saw my high school boyfriend. Like I for years have wondered like what he looked like. He's it probably hasn't even registered to him. Like oh yeah, that girl from you know a long time ago. Yeah. Like sometimes I think I'm like I wonder if any like you know. Do you wonder if people are looking you up on Facebook and like trying? I don't to look think anybody looks me up now? on Facebook. Uh, I bet people do. I don't know. I bet somebody does. I get on random tirades while like remember like you know because I moved around a lot in the navy and I'll like be like hmm, I wonder let's see who I can find who I went to school with in Oak Harbor and then I'll go through and like you know look at all the people oh mm-hmm. really so yeah, you're like, stalking people I'm not stalking I like to see how everybody turned out because I remember them as kids you're you know? snooping you are a snooper though we've we've talked about I'm not this. a snooper you're a snooper in life it is true you're a snooper in real life and online that makes sense um, yeah huh all right. Well, now that we know that. <laughs> Michelle Vandenberg. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's the girl that tortured you, right? Yeah. That tormented you? Mm-hmm. Not tortured, but tormented. Well, I don't know. Did she cut your hair? She Is didn't cut one? my... Did she? No, that was Teresa Miller. She cut your hair. Teresa Miller cut off all my hair. Yeah. Oh, God. I had some really messed up shit happen yeah. with girls. All right. That's enough talking about our past. I, yes. I what are you doing? You I reminded me of this. the morning I woke up and all my hair was gone? See, I deflected and turned it all on you. You're a horrible person. Has Taylor Swift been brought up recently? So... There we go. You just brought her up again. Pantela. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's do a little bit of World of Crazy. Why don't we do that since it's not crazy enough in here? Let's, uh, let's switch you it up You need to pop me bit. up. Oh, yeah. That would probably, that would probably be. That could probably be why my music isn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why did you have to bring that up, Greg? Deflection. I wonder if somebody, because Emily has to have some sort of mutual friend, because, I mean, you went to school in the state. I know who she was friends with, and I know how I met her and, and all of that. But so I'm saying the chances the of person, her hearing about your song lyrics about her and everything are, I think, more a chance, possible than you think. But, oh, God. I know who would know how to get a hold of her, and luckily that person I am not friends with. And is kind of no longer part of my group of friends due to. Uh, I, I don't understand. But I'm trying to trying to dance so around. Is there a divorce or something? There's a divorce. Yeah. Okay. So the person who did know her is no longer. She she's like. Uh, I don't have contact with that person anymore. Okay, because the, your friend got divorced from her, and you don't see her anymore. Yes. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I'm being very circumscript what? because there are people that listen to the show who will be able to figure out who that is, and if they really wanted to, uh, mess I just with figured me, it out. I yeah. just mouthed it to Greg. This is the problem. <laughs> See, that's why I, I know a route where I could probably that could happen, and I do not want those doors. You should open. reach out. See how no, she absolutely is. Absolutely not. Maybe she named her firstborn Gregory. Abs- oh my God! There would be an, a restraining order or something like. Oh put up. God! They're probably if she hears this, like. It's, I'm going to seem like the biggest creep in the world. You're going to seem so creepy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I believe me, I am not reaching out to her. We should try and get her on the show. No, we should not. At all. Ever. Did you? I want to ask her if her horse really did have cancer. Don't you want to know? No. Because she never returned my calls anyway. And like, <laughs> No. No! We're done with this. We're done with this. I exercise those demons. Yeah, you look like you're really in control of it. Really in control of myself. Uh, I have a brief world of crazy today, but it's crazy nonetheless. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. This hasn't been crazy at all. This is your world of crazy. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Can I say crazy one more time? Sure. Crazy. Greg? First up, got a story from my favorite place on the planet. The happiest place on earth. No, I'm not talking about Disneyland. I'm talking about... Florida. More Walmart. specifically, 
Port St. Lucie? Port St. Lucie, Florida. Yes. Of course, we all know that we all are Port St. Lucie. So is this man. A booze-smelling Florida man. We're all man. Port St. Lucie. Is that the... <laughs> no, that's what uh, it's our friend Dallas got me that shirt that says... Is that what it says? It says, I am Port St. Lucie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring that shirt out again. That shirt is amazing. <laughs> we all are Port St. Lucie some days. Everything crazy happens in Port St. Lucie. <laughs> well, a booze-smelling Florida man on an electric mobility cart wheeled around Publix, crashing into people, and a store display before Port St. Lucie police were able to arrest him. Oh. An electric mobili- mobility cart? Is that what it was? Yeah, I can't believe That's I got a that out without... That's a rascal. Is what no, it's an about. electric mobility cart. That's a rascal. Call it by its right word. A boo-smelling Florida man on a rascal wheeled around Publix, which is like, <laughs> I guess, uh, one of their... Like, like a drugstore there. Okay. So like a Walgreens or something. All right. Crashing into people and a store display before Port St. Lucie police were able to handcuff and arrest him. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened at Publix in Port St. Lucie. Uh, a manager was following around a drunken uh, Wayne Morgan Jr., who was riding around on the rascal, 47 years young, as Morgan cruised around the store in his electric mobility assistant cart. Now, the manager said Morgan was drunkenly running into people, cursing, <laughs> and was rowdy and loud. This is totally you in the future, Greg. Uh, yeah, well, I would need to be a little bit older than him so that I can get away with it. Again, these are the plans once I turn 80. Yeah, I would totally be on a rascal and like running into people. I was so pissed. out of the way. I was so pissed when I saw that this was at a Publix. I'm like, did I get like the like the double like the two gold stars? I'm like, did I get Port St. Lucie and Walmart? But Publix, I guess, is close enough. So the drunken Morgan was running into people on his rascal, cursing and was rowdy and loud. <laughs> uh, police note that uh, Wayne Morgan Jr. smelled strongly of alcohol and slurred his speech <laughs> when they tried to talk to him. Investigator to- investigators told Morgan the manager wanted him out post-haste and not to return. Uh, Morgan started to swear and raising his voice as the police were trying to get him out of the store before he crashed his ele- electric oh. cart into a store display. Please tell me there is video of this. There's got to be security cam footage know, there is. of the police trying to turn off his rascal <laughs> as he's now away. <laughs> Running into... Oh, this is amazing. Well, he we wanted about post-haste not to return. Morgan started to swear and raise his voice before crashing the electric cart into a store display. Morgan then got up, staggered outside, and leaned against a post. It was then that he was quoted as saying, You fuckers can't touch me now. <laughs> That's what he said? Yes. <laughs> this is the guy we need on the show. <laughs> Evidently, that wasn't the case because two you officers were able touch- to touch him, and they handcuffed him. <laughs> you fuckers can't touch me now. <laughs> you fuckers can't touch me now. Uh, so Morgan, uh, who lives on Margarita Lane in Port St. Lucie, of course he does, was arrested on disorderly intoxication and resisting um, an officer and obstruction without violence charges. <laughs> How did they finally get him off? They told, well, they <laughs> no, he stood up from the electric. Okay. He staggered outside and leaned That's against right. a post. That's right. That's yeah, what he said. said. You fuckers, fuckers can't, can't touch me, me now. <laughs> Next and comedy showcase, we need that guy just tooling around the whole show. I just love, rascal. I love everything about this story. Well, A, that it's in Port St. Lucie. His name is Wayne Morgan Jr. of Margarita Lane. <laughs> Mr. Morgan Margarita Lane. <laughs> from, from, from drunken Florida man to a drunken Wisconsin man. It's in Adams County, Wisconsin. A Wisconsin man has been charged... With his 10th DUI, however, his excuse for it was a little... 10 DUIs? Yeah. But he said that this one wasn't his fault because his excuse 
This is a little fishy. Now, that's a pun, but you don't know it yet because you don't know what the story's about. And what? So it's a pre-pun. So that it's really a worthless pun because it can't be a pun unless you're punning something. It's a tease is what it is. It's good. It's good you call that out to make sure everybody understands. Uh, this guy's name is John Prisbilla. <laughs> I don't know if he's related to Joel. Is it, where is it at? Uh, in Wisconsin. In, that's where Joel Prisbilla is from. No, it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from Milwaukee or uh, Wisconsin anyway. All right. Well, this, this is John Prisbilla, 75 years old. John Prisbilla was stopped after uh, a deputy noticed that he was crossing the center line while he was driving and had a broken taillight. Um, all right, here's the fishy part. Uh, so when Prisbilla was asked how much he had to drink, he denied. He's like, oh, no, I didn't drink alcohol, even though he smelled strongly like alcohol. However, he did say that he had eaten beer-battered fish, which is why <laughs> he might smell like alcohol. <laughs> well, uh, Prisbilla did uh, blow under the limit. However, because of his you know, nine previous uh, DUIs, he cannot drive with a blood alcohol content of any level. How can he drive at all? I don't know. You can get nine DUIs in Ten. Wisconsin. Ten. and they don't take away your license? <laughs> Ten. Jesus. Like, honestly, getting caught... Ten times driving drunk? Yeah. Like, one time can ruin oh, all of your stuff. We told you last time, don't do that. Yeah, Here's John Prisbilla, he's been racking them up since 1995. Party animal. So there we go. So be careful when, with your consumption of beer-battered fish. Because it's not going to get you off mm-hmm. as an excuse if you've been drinking. All right. <laughs> and finally, this is a story about a man named, uh, a Florida man named Anthony Smith. Now, Anthony Smith, this young man, 21 years young, lives with his mother uh, in Florida. Let's see, where? In Martin County. In Martin County, Martin Florida. Martin County. Now, Anthony Smith lives with his mom. However, there's one problem. His mom won't let him watch pornographic material inside of the house. How, now, how old is he? 21 years young. Okay. <laughs> so what did Anthony Smith decide to do? Oh, Anthony Smith stand decided up to, her. to take it outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shortly before 1 p.m. this past weekend, two neighbors reported a naked man standing in a yard. That's when uh, the police showed up and saw Anthony Smith standing next to a window. He had no clothes on and was furiously masturbating. Oh. And when the sheriff's lieutenant pulled up, uh, it was noticed that Smith was bending down naked in the driveway. The suspect then stood up and ran back into his home next door. He went inside. Can't touch me, fuckers. <laughs> Can't touch me, fuckers. Um, when confronted as to why he was naked and masturbating in the driveway. Mom won't let me. He told the deputies his mom won't let him watch porn <laughs> in the house. He said he likes to walk around naked outside hoping someone sees him because it gives him a sexual high. <laughs> well, he <laughs> was taken to jail and he was uh, arrested on exposure of sexual organs. So Ew. let's just, I know sexual organs is like the worst phrase yeah, ever. Yeah, that's very, yeah. That's a very unfortunate way to place the word that. Yeah, so note to self if your mom won't let you watch porn in the house, either, you know. <laughs> My Get a mom. job and move out. Don't right. don't furiously <laughs> masturbate naked in the driveway. My mom won't let me watch porn in the house. Uh, now I can kind of understand why the mom won't let him. Because if he's walking around the house like this, yeah, get outside. Yeah. Yeah. Get I can some see fresh where. air. I can, I can maybe kind of side with the mom. Maybe she was saying, like, go play outside. Or, well, I guess he's 21. You shouldn't go play outside. Well, there's a lot of things this, this gentleman doesn't quite seem to understand. but Not getting a firm grasp on it. No. So there you go. Don't play with yourselves in public. Uh, Beer-battered fish will not get you out of a DUI, 
and don't ram into people on an electric well, mobility scooter. My mom won't let me watch poor me the house. <laughs> my friends, is your world of crazy. Oh, that's awesome. That just made me really worried, the whole thing, whether somebody's going to try to Somebody is going to. No. No. I will not say anything. All right. We'll come back to that later. Why are you so freaked out? Because it's so creepy. Like, it will seem so creepy. I'm not creepy, but it'll seem creepy. You know what seems creepy creepy to me, like, too, when I talk about, you know, like, the girls, like, like the Michelles of the world, when I think about it, I'm like, I bet she doesn't, like, she had such an impact on me. On your life. on On my life. But I bet I made absolutely no impact on hers. There should be a show... Of something like that, maybe there is out there a reality show where you go back and find the people that, like, in your mind, like did did something to you or had this huge impact, but you know it probably didn't even affect them one way or another. Mm-hmm. They may not even remember you, and where you track them down and explain everything to them. Oh, it's like in Billy Madison, like Steve Buscemi's character, where like he, where Billy, where uh, Adam Sandler calls him, and he's just like, "Hey, man, I was kind of mean to you in high school, and I don't know if you remember me or not." Yeah. And that's when he crosses his name off of the... Well, that's the bully calling them. But yeah. Why are you saying you have a list of... <gasps> no, no, but I'm saying... Names like, written in lipstick in your little studio apartment? I don't know what you're talking about. As you slowly cross them off? And I smear it all over my face. Ew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, what did you want to change it to if you don't want to talk uh, about Emily anymore? No, 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 that's fine. I'm just saying there should be a reality show that's, that's What, where like you that. confront your yeah. childhood bully? That's just sad. That's like the saddest reality show ever. Like, seriously, I'm 34 years old and I'm confronting this girl that was a bitch to me 20 years ago. <sighs> yeah. That just seems sad. It's like, yeah. I could just see it, like, turning on me because she'd probably be like, what have you done with your life? Why are you still thinking about me? And I'm like, because you hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of that's that's kind of no. Just it sad wouldn't do anything end. good for the person that was bullied. It'd be entertaining to watch, though. <laughs> It'd be depressing. Yeah. No, I'd watch it. Okay. All right. Um, we can do a little bit of ball talk if you want. We haven't done that for a while. Balls to the wall. <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, potpourri smattering of balls. First up, though, since you did bring up Wisconsin, I have to bring this up. Oregon State University has hired a new head coach for their football program, and it was the current head coach of the University of Wisconsin football team. The Wisconsin Badgers uh, (laughs) no longer have a head coach. Wisconsin Badgers. From a badger to a beaver. Okay. Their head coach is now ours. So there's there's a lot of people that are – a lot of people in Wisconsin are – very perplexed as to why he would uh, why he would leave Wisconsin for Oregon State's football program. And in all fairness, um, you know Oregon State's program hasn't been the greatest in the last few years. We had we had several good years, but in the last few years, it's been mediocre at best. Get at, whereas Wisconsin is actually a pretty good. Pretty but you're good talking program. about the good old years, the good old Beaver years. Yeah. Okay. And uh, however. Um, he has left Wisconsin. That's in theory a team with, you know, better facilities. The pay is actually going to be the same. A lot of people were speculating, yeah, that it was money. The money is actually pretty much the same. So he's not going to make really more money at Oregon State. Mm. Oregon State is upgrading their facilities right now, so that will be in the in the way. But uh, no real word on why it is that he left. I guess there, there's speculation that he was upset with some of the upper management, with the athletic director at Wisconsin, but he bolted. Bolted and came to Oregon State University. So, kudos to us. It was it was it was a good uh, good move by Oregon State. Is us Oregon State? Yes. 
Beavers. You're us. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I was just I was trying to figure out the us. I usually try to avoid speaking in that manner. I know. But, <laughs> That's why I was... But it happens. So uh, kudos to Oregon State. <laughs> but it happens. Let's just move forward. Let's just move forward and ignore it and not call it out. So uh, Gary Anderson, new head coach of the Oregon State football program. That's awesome. Moving on to ball talk. Just a, just a small smattering potpourri of balls. Uh, this actually happened earlier this week, but we didn't have a chance to talk about it. And it was at an NBA game on Monday night in Brooklyn, where LeBron James... Did something terrible. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. He embarrassed the nation. Embarrassed the nation? Well, according to the British. Because of what happened at this game. Now, the, uh, what's his name? Prince William, right? That's his name? Prince William. And what's his wife's name? Uh, Kate Middleton. Kate. Okay, she's yeah. She's a Dutch, the, the, the Duke. Is she I don't a Duchess? Know I think stuff. she's a Duchess. William and Kate. Well, anyway, the, uh, the Prince and Princess... I don't think she's. A, been, I think she's a Duchess. I'm looking it up. All right, Duchess. Yes. Okay. She's Duchess Kate of Cambridge. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and, and Duchess Catherine of Cambridge. Right. Well, anyway, they were they're visiting the U.S. and they happen to be going to a Brooklyn Nets game to see an NBA game. They were there, and I didn't know this about British royalty. Apparently, you are not supposed to touch them. Oh yeah, you don't touch them. That is that is weird. I did. It's a weird. I remember. I I remember learning about that when I was a kid. Like I you was can't just fascinated touch them. About, you're not supposed to touch them. That's why they never like shake hands or anything. So they don't shake hands. Mm, I don't think so. That's well, at least so the princesses. Weird. It's weird. sometimes you forget like how old timey like um, like some of the European like some of Europe still is like right. it's really. Well, they still have a queen. I know. That's just bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah, and like you can't touch. I've heard about that. Like you can't touch the royalty. You can't touch them. Well, I, I didn't know this, and apparently LeBron James didn't know this because he was taking a picture with them, and he just put his arm around Kate just to take the picture, as you do when you're taking a picture with someone. Like no, no big deal. But I guess it's a huge scandal, <clears throat> and uh, British media went off about LeBron and how disrespectful that was to to touch the royalty. Oh, they're in the United States. Like we don't have the same Yeah. It nobody knows here. that you're not supposed to if you if you're taking a picture with somebody, regardless celebrity, like whoever, you usually like put your yeah, arm around somebody. Yeah, it was a somebody. very innocent picture. He just yeah, put his arm around her while they took the picture. Nothing big. He did nothing wrong. Yet all these people are just trying to uh, going after LeBron. Over the fact of his disrespect towards the royalty. Here's the thing: it's not our royalty. Yeah, it says that's your royalty. I'm looking at this. According to protocol in Britain, a commoner is not supposed to touch members of a royal family. Oh, pfft. yeah, bullshit. Fuck that. Yeah. Even if it's an innocent just a commoner is not. Su- this is 2014. A commoner is not supposed to touch members of the royal family. Fuck that. A commoner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, that is one of the things that is uh, that is going on is that he is. Now having to deal with that. Moving on in ball talk. This story is just... <laughs> there's not really a whole lot to it, but I just want to say it. Um, Madison Bumgarner. Do you know who he is? Madison Bumgarner is a pitcher. <gasps> yes, I do, because his name makes me laugh every time I saw it. Yeah. And he was that pitcher that won the World Series. Or something, yes, right? plays for the San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. Incredible pitcher. I'm not even a baseball fan, but I mean, he, he is amazing. He's an amazing pitcher. And uh, he ended up winning... Sports Illustrated's uh, Sportsman of the Year, or Sports Person, or whatever they call it now. Sportsman of the Year, I guess it still is. So that's once a year, Sports Illustrated does this whole thing. They name like the Athlete of the Year. Like LeBron's won it a few times, and whoever it is, each year it's somebody different. This year, Madison Bumgarner got it. And one of the things that came out, though, during the interview is I guess um, at some point in his life, when he was uh, younger, he dated 
a girl named Madison Bumgarner. What? Madison Bumgarner, the guy, dated a girl named Madison Bumgarner as well. Which is just strange. That's a lot. I don't know why. Like, I, this is such a tiny little story. <laughs> Craig but, is really But I've been trying to wrap this. my head around that for a while, and it's just... I don't know. If you think about it too long, it's just really bizarre. Maybe I'm the only one that thinks about it. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like if you found a dude named Sarah Dillon <laughs> and you started dating him. I mean, that would be odd for a number of reasons, but... <laughs> that would be odd for a number of reasons. I guess I've known like people who have shared like the first, like the same first name that have dated, like a Chris and a Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but two Madison Bumgarners. Two Madison Bumgarners. <laughs> Let's all listen to Greg try to wrap his brain around this. It doesn't make sense. How would that happen? Why would they even start dating at that point? There's two Madison Bumgarners. Anyway, that's one of the stories that came out of that. Um, let's see. Finally, in ball talk. Well, I was going to say, you know what? I might skip this last story because it has to do with a, a an NFL player outing another NFL player for uh, his wife cheating on him. One guy's wife cheated Just on him with another NFL with player. And with the Bumgarner we'll leave on Bumgarner. We'll it with the Bumgarners. <laughs> Madison Bumgarner on Madison Bumgarner. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> it but doesn't make both, sense. But they're both named Madison They're both named Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner. Come on, Randy. <laughs> Today's show's weird. You're weird. I don't know. <laughs> I feel kind of crazy from yesterday. I think all the anticipation. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot to get out yesterday. Yeah. And then with all the generosity of our wonderful listeners buying yes. us lots of fancy drinks. That also contributed <laughs> That's to it. my head hurt today. That contributed uh, quite a bit. Thank you, everyone, so much for uh, f- for everything last night. It was so much fun. That was really, really a great time. And we will be doing another one. It's just going to – we're going to take a little break from from events just because it's a lot of work to plan them out. Um, so – but we'll have another one uh, early in the next year. We'll have one. So – Stay tuned for that information. Also, I want to say this. Since it is coming up on the holiday season, Sarah, well, I guess the holiday season is upon us. Oh, it sure is, Greg. You need to remind everybody of the wonderful sponsors that help us keep the show going. Mm-hmm. One of those being Sonic Sketches. SonicSketches.com. Um, go there and check it out. It's incredible artwork. They essentially take your favorite music and turn it into artwork, as in they take the song, render it into a wave file, so a visual wave file, and then put that out. Which, for on- uh, in layman's terms, those like the squiggly sound lines. <laughs> is that, some is that the layman's terms? No, I, no. Some people might not know what a wave file no, is. No, that's fine. It was your description. The squiggly, squiggly sound lines. They turn it into squiggly sound lines. So like when the lines, when the music's louder, the lines are longer. And when it's softer, the lines are shorter. Squiggly sound lines uh, that uh, they, they turn into really amazing artwork that you can put up on your wall it's, or give it as a gift. It's a really unique gift that you can do. And uh, pick that up at sonicsketches.com. Use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT and you get free shipping anywhere in the world. I had a personalized one made for my sister and Michael who I can give to in person because they're going to be there for Christmas. Yes, Ooh, there you go. I'm so, oh, God. I'm knocking it out of the park. They are going to be – it's like thoughtful. Yeah, it's like the most. Thought- oh yeah, Sonic Sketch. I'm giving yes. them well because I'm uh, the Sonic Sketch I got was the song they walked down the aisle to, uh, yeah. Magnetic Fields, Book of Love. Wow. I had that one made. Oh, they're gonna be some tears. You want to make them cry? Yeah, I want to make them cry. You think they're gonna cry? No, but it's always good. Like I love giving. I don't see where- Michael crying. 
Michael's not a crier. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him crying at the gift that you're going Michael to Michael is the most wonderful brother-in-law in the world, but he's kind of a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he could be he's an just, android. Yeah. It's possible. Yes. Well, good. You can make your sister cry at Christmas. Get a Sonic sketch, the squiggly lines. Fancy <laughs> uh, squiggly lines. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, so much for uh, supporting us and coming out last night. If you could, the audio, thank you to Kenda for recording that. Thank you to all the comedians, Secret Society. And, um, yeah, it was just an awesome night last it night. It was. It was really cool. My and head we really, hurts. really appreciate it. Let's just be honest. Our heads hurt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's 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 entirely possible as well. <laughs> All right, thank you everyone. We will be back tomorrow with some more fun employment radio. We still have like a minute left of this. Why do you keep ra- ramping it back? Like I was clearly wrapping it up, and I yet don't you know, keep Greg. playing the outro music, <laughs> and I'm trying to fill it I all. To fill it. And I keep. Why don't you fill it with that. one of your po- uh, one of your poems? No, I'm not going to read any more of that stuff. I did find some more books with more lyrics that are written in them, and I don't want to. I, I need a break from going from feelings. Back down, yeah, from feelings. From going back down that Just path. Can't handle it anymore. No, no, it's so tough. It's so tough. No, I don't know. No, it does. It, it's, it's really hard. An it odd takes feeling. a like, I'm writing it's, a poem. It's very awkward. I'm writing a poem about like my miserable time in my sorority, and then like in the meantime, all like you know, all the other sorority girls are all still like best friends forever. I'm like, I, I don't get it. Do you wonder if they think about you? They don't think about me. Do you stay up at night wondering about it? Yes, I do. <laughs> Like refreshing, actually... refreshing their pages. Like, oh, did they write something about me? <laughs> Pan Taylor. That's got to be my new bad name. Pan Taylor. That's pretty good. It's pretty damn good, isn't it? All right. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot Rock. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.